0: Hey guys, and welcome to Tea for Gen Z. I am your host, Cassidy, and we are here to talk about drinking games, partying, and hookup culture. And I am here with one of my best friends, Antoine.
1: Hey, what's up, y'all?
0: We are here to talk about our experiences with drinking games, our partying experiences, and what we think about the hookup culture and what our college says about it, too. And we both went to Taylor, which is the small Christian school in Upland, Indiana. And we're going to expose some people there, too. So don't you worry. We're not going to say names, so don't worry. You're, you're all good. But we've had a lot of partying experiences at Taylor and drinking experiences. So we're going to just talk right into that. So we're so excited. And let's get into this.
1: Let's get ready with the tea, baby.
0: Alright, guys, like I said before, I'm here with my best friend Antoine, and he is from Chicago. He is a swag dude. Like, I've never met anybody who can pull off the chain, the ear appears. So he has the fade going on. It is just, it is too, too good for me. So, um, he, I actually met him at Taylor, um, and I think it was my sophomore year it was your
1: sophomore year my freshman year yeah
0: yeah, and we've been friends ever since and I don't go into Taylor anymore but he still does so he still comes to Fisher's all the time so I'm so excited to have him on here and I kind of picked him for this just because we were both kind of wrapped up in this scene um in high school and we still kind of are now so it's definitely cool to see um people's perspectives on this just because um we both are very knowledgeable about it so I'll let him speak and talk about um, kind of him and all of his stuff going on so here's Antoine.
1: Hey what's up guys um, like Cassidy said my name is Antoine I'm from Chicago uh, I currently live in Addison Illinois I'm back home um, I'm currently a student at Till University I'm a senior um, but regardless with that I've had you know my fair share of experiences with you know drinking uh, partying and uh, you know had my fair share of hookups um but with all those three things you know I still do that in college um and everything like that um you know I met Cassidy in college you know she was like one of the first few people like I met my freshman year and uh, I'm glad that I still have that like friendship with her and everything like that because she's an amazing person um with me I definitely love to have fun I love to be around people and um honestly man I love to drink and I just love to have fun I like I love to have fun Um, just cause like, you know, life's too short and, um, yeah, just with my past and everything like that, like that made me understand, um, that life's too short and you should never take anything for granted. So, yeah.
0: So to start this episode, I just kind of want to talk about our week and I had an exhausting week. I, like most of you know, I started my new job at BACA and it is just exhausting. Like I'm trying to retain all the information at once and dealing with these kids and I love the kids and I love the staff there and they're awesome, but it's just been exhausting because I am not familiar with a lot of this psychology that goes along with it because I majored in political science. So that has nothing to do with ABA therapy. So I'm just trying to learn a new trade and it's just really been, um, exhausting. But one thing that's like really specifically happened to me is that I had a dream. This is so random. I had a dream, um, on, was it Thursday? Because yeah, Thursday night, and I was friends with Ariana Grande. Oh, my gosh. Ariana Grande and Victoria Justice. <laughs> and I literally thought it was so real because we went to this movie. And it was like we were been friends for years. And I come home to my room when I'm like when it's done with. And I go to sleep. And I literally thought it was so real. And I woke up. And I've never cried so hard in my life. <laughs> like, <laughs> <you were>. I, <laughs> I, I, I was so mad that it wasn't real. And, oh my gosh, I checked my phone to see if we stole the pictures and everything. Like, wow. it was so bad. But, um, that's how my week was going. So disappointing. Uh, but I definitely love the three-day weekend that I have this weekend, and I'm definitely so excited to have my graduation party tomorrow and see all my friends. So, that's super exciting. So, I think that that was a really good end to a stressful week uh how
1: about how's your week Antoine oh uh, my week uh it's been chill um obviously I'm still in school and everything like that so I'm just like going to class I have like three classes that, that I could go to in person but they're all hybrid so that's pretty cool uh senior sum sucks just to point <laughs> that out there um but everything else like everything's been chill I have three-day weekends um so this week is my first weekend at you know school and everything like that because I've been going back to Chicago just to uh get tattooed um and everything like that and just like seeing family, so I recently got a tattoo as well. And now everything is fully healed.
0: What's it um, what's it up?
1: It's like uh Jesus peace right here. And everything <gasps> that like looks that. So, cool. so I was gonna get my full sleep done last week, but uh just with complications, um yeah. didn't happen. So I'm gonna get it during like all our all fall our fall break <laughs> and everything like that. As you guys can know, I can't really talk, but um uh, with my week it's been everything's been good you know i've been lifting i've been uh trying to like diet ride right and everything like that i'm trying to get shredded trying to lean out not for any females but uh you know girls take notice um uh, <laughs> but at the same time you know just making sure that i got everything straight uh going straight for me and everything like that um definitely trying to look into uh trying to get a full-time job after obviously we, i graduate Um, because, uh, you know, bills need to get paid and everything like that. And I'm just trying to retire my mom pretty early and, uh, yeah, just have a good life and, uh, change my life around.
0: Amazing. Okay. So now we're going to be talking about drinking games. And honestly, I think that every person, whether you're 15 or you are 45 has played at least one drinking game. And I don't think that like, I even talked about my mom with this and like, My mom has never really played a drinking game. She's like, why don't you guys just drink? Like, why are you going to make a game out of it? But, like, I think that drinking is, like, this huge activity. Like, it's an activity. Like, oh, what are you going to do with this party? We're just going to drink. Period. Like.
1: It's like, nah, you really want to have some fun. Right. So,
0: I think that we got really creative in just taking drinking and then taking it to another level and be like, okay, well, like, let's add this rule and this rule and this rule. And it just kind of came into this just huge culture of drinking games and there are so many like there is no way you can count all of them and everybody has made everything that they like into a drinking game. So um there's definitely one about like oh for the show friends like if Ross says I'm fine how many times he says that take a shot or like if Chandler does can I be any more annoyed or like anytime he like raises his voice like you need to take a shot um, or, like, any type of show you can do that with, um, or you can do, like, games that have existed for, like, decades, um, Jenga, drunk Jenga, that's a thing, like, everybody's played that before, too, like, people have made it out of the original sets of Jenga, there is also Jenga sets that, um, actually have the drinking rules on it, and it's just so interesting, and I think that also Gen Z has been the most creative, generation yeah Yeah, for a fact so um they kind of take one activity just make it into this huge trend almost so um my favorite drinking game is pong it's very like original retro not even like (laughs) retro like it's just been like that's when you think of drinking games you think you game, pong
1: years now so yeah um that's also like one of my favorite ones too Mm -hmm. um but also recently like of last year uh, i've been into like that drinking game called die um, I've so never heard of that. Yeah, so it's basically like beer pong in a way. Mm-hmm. You have the table and you put the four solo cups in each corner and everything like that and you use a die. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you say die up, you throw it up in the air, you got to has to bounce on the other side of the table, it has to bounce and you could only catch it with one hand. So you got to let the die bounce once. And then when it comes to your like side or whatever, you got to catch it with one hand. If you don't catch it, then like, you know, it's like by a point system and everything like that. Um, and then like you got to drink if you don't catch it and everything like that. Or if the die lands on the red solo cups, then, like, they got to drink it and everything like that, and you get, like, three points and whatnot. So you that have to is go to, like, so cool, yeah. It's really awesome, you know, and everything like that. I know a lot of, like, us, for, for me, at least in college, like, when I went to Ball State and whatnot, like, you know, I played die, and I had friends that go to, like, U of I, Indiana University, whatever the case it may be, or Butler. Like, they they play that game. Beer pong, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean... Oh, also, like, shotgunning and stuff like that. Like, yep. even though it's not a game, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like, yo, it, it is kind of of a game in a way because you want to, like, see who, like, chugs the fastest the and everything bomb. like that in beer pong. Yeah oh my god so have
0: you ever played boom cup
1: i have played boom i cup.
0: love i was introduced that to that at a house party and i was like what is happening and then i got into the rhythm of it and i loved it yeah. so it was it's, so you fun. gotta be very p- fast-paced yep.
1: with it or else if you're like yeah. ugh, slow, you know you're caught up and slow mm. you're gonna just keep on drinking and you're just gonna get screwed like yep. pretty fast i
0: remember i was next to one of my really good friends and i kept hitting her cup <laughs> and she got so pissed and it was so funny Um, another one that I've played is King's Cup, and that's also a really original one, too. Mm -hmm. Um, if you guys don't know what that is, you just, like, have, like, a deck of cards kind of spread out in the middle of... Well, normally people play it with, like, a cup, and you just pour a little bit of everyone's drink into it, like, Mm. when... They mess up or something, or when they lose a certain challenge, which sounds disgusting sounds to me. Sounds disgusting, yeah. Because if one person has a White Claw and one person has like case yeah, like yeah, you pour it in there, and it's like you have to chug this like disgusting drink. And I feel like we've modified it to you can just put like a White Claw or a Bud Light in the middle, and like when you're done with the card, you slide underneath the tab, and um, it keeps going until the tab is like lifted, and you hear like that that. And then that person who did that has to chug the whole thing. But basically, each card has a meaning. So, like, five is drive. And some people, like, do their own rules. But what I've played is five is drive. Like, there's thumb master. There's question uh, master. There's um, three is... I forgot what three is. I don't know. But there's, like... Um... There's one for chicks and there's one for, we say dicks, but yeah. <laughs> for the guys. Yeah, there's for guys, too. Um, but I love King's Cup. I've played at Taylor all the time, um, so that's amazing. Another one that is really popular, but I don't see anyone play it, is True American. And I just because I think that New Girl made it a huge thing... Um, I've watched New Girl. Antoine is going to. I'm start about it. to watch
1: it. Uh, my my roommates and stuff are like watched it for a while now and everything like that. And everybody just keeps telling me to watch it because like one, it is a good show. And from what I from what I've seen, it is. And at the same time, um, I'm gonna play True, True American soon, um, aka tomorrow. <laughs>
0: yeah, um, yeah. We need to figure that out so we can do that, but. Another thing that shun- I oh my bad. No, well, like no, another no.
1: thing that I saw like on TikTok like this summer was like you grab this one cup, right? It's like filled with like some alcohol already. And then like you have like a little shot glass in there and then you got to just keep pouring like whatever the case may be yep. and if it, whoever sinks it first, mm-hmm. you got to chug the whole thing. Yep. And I haven't done that yet, but um, uh, you know, we should do that tomorrow as Oh well, yeah, so.
0: definitely. Now that we've talked about drinking games, um kind of going along with that, our alcohol preferences and where we order them, whether they be at a party or a bar, because there's definitely a difference. Um, when I'm at a party, I there's really not a lot of options you can go. Like, it just depends on if you bring something, if what the host has provided. Um, I have always go for, like, the White Collar truly, just because it's super easy. You just grab it and go. I don't really do mixed drinks at parties just because it's not my alcohol. I don't really like to do that and just be extra normally when... You're at a party, you don't try to be extra, you just grab it and go. Uh, But at a bar, I definitely go for, like, any kind of uh, well. So, if I'm at Brothers, I'll do a rum and coke, probably one of my go-tos, or a vodka Red Bull, which is really just really bad for your heart. So, (laughs) I really shouldn't (laughs) be doing that. But I just love Red Bull. I love Red Bull. Um... And,
1: yeah, what are your go-tos? Uh, Definitely my go-to for, like, college parties and everything like that. Like, obviously, you need that Corona, corona season all day. Shout-out yes. to the Knuck Boys. Um, <laughs> But at the same time, like, going to Brothers or any type of bar, like, especially, like, for college, for sure, like, going to Brothers. Um, You know, I love to have that Long Island. Got to have two pitchers on hand always. Two pitchers on hand. <laughs> That's always the rule. Um, just because it's, like, I mean, they're only $10 a piece. And, I mean, you're getting the bang for your buck because you're going to get very – very very wasted wasted, for sure (laughs) um but also just like at a bar like in chicago or something or definitely an indie um you know i like to go for a classic rona still as like my first drink and then i'll do a couple shots um but yet again man you know i love hennessy man that's my favorite 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 hard alcohol um but beer wise i definitely go for ronas because uh you know can't go wrong with the rona (laughs) <laughs> yeah my
0: go-to beer is not actually a beer it's a cider it's angry orchard mm-hmm. i love angry orchards but i can't drink reds they were ruined for me um is there any drink that's been ruined for you because you drink too much of ruined it ruined
1: for me um i would say at one point it was kind of hennessy mm-hmm. just because like i mean i drink drank a hennessy a lot like two summers ago like literally every weekend like i would have like maybe 10 fifths a honey with people Ten-fifths?
0: Ten-fifths, yeah. <gasps> I would die.
1: Uh, but there was this one time, like, um, I was with my friend, like, back home. Um, so we were drinking, we had, like, three-fifths of Hennessy with us already. And we had Monaco's. I don't know if you guys ever, I don't know if the audience or you, cast mm-hmm. have ever heard of a Monaco before. Um, basically, it's like, you know, like, somewhat, it's not a hard salt or anything, but, like, it's, like, in a, a shaped up a can of like a Petrulli or a or, uh, White Claw. Mm-hmm. Uh, but basically it has, like, vodka, rum. And, like, a lot of, like, stuff in it. Oh, wow. And everything so, like, like Long that. But it
0: Island?
1: Something like that, yeah. But it tastes, like, very good. And it has, like, different flavors and stuff like that. I definitely need to get you into it because oh, it's, yeah. like, two for five bucks. So... No way. Uh, yeah, so it's called Monaco. So I was drinking a Monaco and Hennessy. And I was just mixing everything like that. And uh, next thing I know, I just, like, blacked out. And I don't remember that night. So I didn't want to drink Hennessy for a while. And then uh, another hard cognac that I like to drink is Ducey. Um, which is, like, another better version of Hennessy and everything like that. So, I mean, damn, like, I mean, those aren't my go-to for sure, like, at a house party and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, I think Rona would always be a classic in my opinion. And I like Truly's too, um, and White Claws. But at the same time, I mean, I feel like that's just, like, a a whim drink sometimes.
0: (laughs) Yeah, um, I've had a lot of my guy friends actually order White Claws, and I was just like, you drink those? Like, I did not know that that was – go-to for some men and like not here to say that men can't do that but a lot of my guy friends are they can't drink those strong drinks Mm -hmm. and it's just so interesting to see um and we can also talk about how men are stereotyped to be like oh I want a beer Mm -hmm. and then women are like oh I want like a fruity cocktail Mm -hmm. so I mean definitely we can talk about that too the reason why uh reds are kind of ruined for me is I'm going to tell a story now to expose myself and that's great I went to Chicago with a lot with um a couple of my high school friends and I think this was uh I can't remember if it was senior or junior year but we went and we got a hotel and it was a great weekend and it ended really quickly for me but it was really <laughs> good. We went and we got a bunch of reds and a bunch of uh different kinds of beer. And we put them all in the bathtub. So we put ice in it. And we put it in the bathtub. And it classic. was, it yeah, classic high schoolers. And, um, oh my gosh, I don't even remember how many I drank. I think I drank like 17 or something like that. I died. And I woke up the next day s- throwing up. Like <laughs> through every hole in my body I was throwing up. And they all wanted to go to the beach the day after. And I was like, I'm going home. So I spent... on an Uber because Chicago is hella expensive and And I, yeah, I, um, went to my mom's, um, work and I said, like, can you take me home? Like, I just need to be home. And I ended up throwing up in that parking lot as well. (laughs) And I I haven't touched red since. So I'm pretty sure that I can drink it now just because that memory is like so long ago, Mm -hmm. but oh my gosh, I died. And I think that's the only alcohol ruin for me. I don't really know any other ones. I mean, I'm not a huge beer drinker, but mm. I will drink a lime with Corona, and I will drink a summer shandy. Yeah. Uh, which if you guys don't know what that is, it's beer and lemonade together. So kind of like an Arnold Palmer, but not really. Yeah. Um, you definitely
1: put me onto that when mm-hmm. I came like came to visit you this summer. I was like, What the hell is a summer shandy? Mm-hmm. I've definitely seen the bottle before and heard the like the name and and stuff like that. But I mean, obviously, like I don't really grab that, but it was pretty good. And everything like that. Um, Do you like mojitos?
0: I love mojitos, but if there's too much mint in it, I can't drink it. Gotcha, gotcha. Yep. Um, Another drink, I love margaritas, but spicy margaritas, no. No? No? I cannot do those. I can't do them. Um, I had one, I accidentally ordered one at a Mexican restaurant, and I was like, "Mm, this is not good. (laughs) (laughs) It had jalapenos in it and everything. I'm like, Uh, I can't do that. No, I can't do that either. I
1: don't like I mean, obviously I like jalapenos, mm-hmm. but not in my drink. That right, I, I can only do yeah, I can only
0: do sweet margaritas, um, like fruity ones.
1: For sure, for me, I think like margarita wise, like even though I don't really get margaritas because um, I'm not saying like oh yeah, it's only for girls, right? No, it's we're gonna that, talk about that after we're yeah. done talking. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think it's only like for girls and stuff, but at the same time, like when I do get a, mar- a margarita, I just get the classic limeade or something like that, just because like I mean. Class. You can never go wrong with the classic. Right,
0: so. yeah. So speaking of that, um, we're actually going to talk about the stereotypes of men and women and what drinks that um, they kind of fall into. Like, if you go to a barbecue, like, a, like the host will be like, oh, you want a beer? Like, if you're a guy, like they'll be like, oh, you want a beer? And then if you're a girl, you're like, oh, we have white claws. Mm-hmm. Like... Do you want some? Um, or we
1: have some seagrams. Yeah, or right. And, uh, my do you, cards lemonade, right. Do like, you want bro. my cards? And like,
0: <laughs> do you want a Smirnoff? Like, it's like, if do you want like this fruity drink? Mm-hmm. And like, I don't really understand why that is. I don't know who started that stereotype. Like, I know one of my really close girlfriends only drinks beer. Like, she goes and drinks beer mm-hmm. all the time, and that's her go-to drink. Mm-hmm. And then I also do have girlfriends who are like, I can't drink anything remotely close to a beer, so, like, I have to only drink Smirnoff and Mike's hearts. So, I mean, I don't know. And I've also had guy friends who Mm -hmm. only drink White Claws and, like, only drink the fruity ones who you can't really taste the Mm alcoholic Long Islands. So, I don't know where that stereotype came from. Um, I guess it's just because, oh, I'm a man and I can take the alcohol. Mm -hmm. And then if I'm a girl, it's like, ew. (laughs) Ew. so what's your what's your intake on that i don't really know oh uh,
1: for me like i mean i like like you said i really don't know where it originated from like the whole mm-hmm. stereotype thing but i mean dude i have like girlfriends as well that like cannot do beer at all like they are disgusted by it which you know i understand like i don't expect you to drink a beer or mm-hmm. whatever but like i mean they could take tequila shots all day whatever the case may huh, be yeah. or whatever um so i i mean i have girlfriends that like are hard drinkers and stuff like that and like i'm not gonna lie sometimes i'm surprised because they can hang and then sometimes I'm not surprised because, uh, you know, they're just, like, knocked down on the floor and, yeah. like, begging <laughs> for help, basically. Um, but at the same time, yeah, I see my friends, like, drinking White Claws and stuff like that. Like, girlfriends, guy friends, whatever. Uh, I know for me, like, I started drinking White Claws, like, this summer, too. And truly, though, I'm not just because, like, it's just a seltzer. Like, not just because, like, oh, I can't handle my liquor. Like, I definitely can. I mean, because uh, I don't know if you've partied with me or not before. Um, you definitely could see that I can hang in and everything like that. But, um but overall, I like, you know, for me, I mean, I, I would, I wouldn't mind drinking a truly or, or white, you know, any seltzer type of alcoholic drink just cause like, you know, at the same time, if you want to stay lean, you stay, you want to stay cut, you know, and, and stuff like that and don't want to gain so much body fat and everything like that. Like, you know, that's like a go-to for me and I can see why it's a go-to for most guys cause you know, they want to look nice. Right. But, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't discriminate to whoever gets like whatever the case may be. Cause I mean, like it's your life. You get to choose whatever you want. But for me, sometimes I like to be soft and sometimes I like to go, you know, sometimes I like to be soft and get, you know, like a little fruity drink or whatever. Or sometimes I like to go hard and just get freaked up by some like Hennessy or some like, I don't know, tequila shots. Like, I remember literally this was this summer um, with the whole COVID thing going on. uh, Me and my two, me and my two of my best friends, like from back home, uh, we went to Wrigleyville and literally we were there from 1 p.m. to 1 a.m. Drinking literally 12 hours straight, nonstop. And, like, we were, like, hopping from bar to bar. We literally spent, I think, from the three of us, we spent, like, literally damn near, I want to say, like, $1,500.
0: Oh, I don't have that much in my bank account. Oh, my gosh. Neither do I. (laughs) I
1: I only have, like, 10 cents to my name right now, probably. (laughs) But, like, I mean, damn, like, honestly, like, towards the end of the night, like, I literally could not put any, like, more alcohol down. Like, even if I wanted to, like... I would have to throw up or something, but thank God I didn't. But uh, at the same time, I'm like, jeez. like I just always like look back at that time. I'm like, damn, I can't believe we could re- like we really drank for twelve hours nonstop, bouncing back and forth to bars and spending that much money.
0: Yeah, that's insane. I've also I've also had an experience where I drank for twelve hours in a row, but it was not a pleasant one at all. I think <laughs> I I was in Hong Kong, and you know, when in Hong Kong, I mean come on, like you can't just not, like I will never go back again, so I'm glad I had this experience, sort of, but we had this cultural presentation at the end of our month there, and it was always a stereotype, or it was always a tradition that the Americans came to the presentation drunk, because that's the expectation they had of us, so we had our last exam on that day, and then we had about four hours until the presentation, and all the Americans were like, okay, well, we need to go to a bar to celebrate. We finished our last <laughs> exam, whatever. We go there, and we get free shots because just because we're American. Oh, wow. Like, they're all like, oh, our favorite Americans. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, oh, my gosh. This is not going to be good. We got free tequila shots, and then I got a free, um, I think I did a gin and tonic. Mm-hmm. And I low-key love gin and tonic, so there's another thing. And... Of uh, that started a whole chain reaction of me just drinking. Like we went to Seven Eleven and we got 7-elevens are very popular in Hong Kong. There's one on every street. Uh, but <laughs> we went there and we got I got rum and cherry coke and like I said weakness before, but I had three of those in a span of twenty minutes. Jeez. And uh, that it was, was yeah. Those, those are my my um. Weakness, like mm. I and I used to be able to drink that heavy too. Like I cannot do that now, but, and then we had Chinese beer and wine at our dinner before, and then I shotgunned a Tall Boy, which not okay at all. <laughs> and oh my gosh, everything else was a blur after that. And then, um, one of the Vietnamese. Um, presentations had alcohol as their presentation so they made an alcoholic drink and then gave it to everybody okay. so I was like oh my gosh okay more so then I had more and then we went to LFK LFK I don't know or LKF sorry and that was a strip of bars in Hong Kong and we went clubbing for seven hours and it was Jeez. it was so like I came home at four in the morning and that is when I stopped drinking so our exam ended at three and I got home at four So, I've been drinking for that long, and I don't remember anything. I have videos. Apparently, I looked back on them, and I was like, oh, my gosh. But I don't recommend drinking for 12 hours straight. Your liver will not enjoy that whatsoever. And, oh, my gosh. I've never felt so crappy in my life. But, again, no alcohol was ruined for me. So, I don't really know why Red's was just such a specific drink that was ruined for me. Mm -hmm. But, oh, my gosh. Haven't touched it since. So, Don't drink for 12 hours. (laughs) Know your limit. That's another thing. Like, people in our generation don't really know how to know where their limit is. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's why we're known for being shwasted. Like, there was this ad um, about our generation. And it was like, they call it... It was just this word. It's like, they call it shwasted or something like that. Like, they mm. call it getting shwasted, "spoisted." Wait, Like, it was all, like, all of these words together. I yeah. Before, yeah. Um, it's schmacked. That's schmacked what I was calling it. Yes. Let's
1: get schmacked.
0: <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> so, um, I definitely do think that we are a generation of no self-control, which is really convicting. And it's definitely, like, a huge thing in my past, too. It's like, I didn't really know what self-control was, and I think that I needed to take that sober summer. Mm-hmm. Like, I took two months where I didn't drink at all, and I took that, and I really just kind of focused on being...
1: Like, you held yourself accountable. Yeah,
0: I, like, was... I wanted self-control so mm-hmm. badly, so when I did start drinking again, I wouldn't go over that line. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that it really helped me, and I was... Even, like, last weekend... I don't know if it was last weekend. I think it was. I went out for my birthday, okay? I did drink, Um, And I did get a little bit drunk, but... I
1: mean, it was your birthday, so like... Right, and I
0: wasn't on the floor, I wasn't throwing up, and I wasn't, like, dying. And I think that I was able to cut myself off and be like, okay, I'm done. Like, I don't want to drink anymore. I ate hella breadsticks at Kilroy's. And if you know Kilroy's, you know their breadsticks... Their breadsticks are... Schmack! (laughs) (laughs) They are schmack. So, um, I ate some of those, and I was good to go by, like, midnight. I was Mm -hmm. done. So... I think that that was really good kind of compared to before where I would drink until my literal guts were on the floor. So I definitely am proud of myself for that self-control and the ability to walk out of somewhere Mm -hmm. while drinking. So, yeah.
1: Because, like, for me, like, you know, like how you mentioned, like, you know, people don't understand their limits and stuff like that. Like, you know, I could take some... I, you know, I had that experience before, too, like, when when I first started partying and drinking and everything like that, like, my peers, you know, drank before me and whatnot, and I was like, you know what, like, let me see if I can hang, whatever, and, like, don't get me wrong, like, yeah, at some parties, like, I wanted to, like, just see how my limit was and everything like that, but then once I started, like, feeling tipsy, I'm like, oh, all right, cool, like, I'm gonna stop for a little bit, like, drink some water, or just, like, stop drinking for that night, like, I don't want to get super wasted, because at the same time, I've seen other people get wasted, and that doesn't look good I mean, not like, I mean, yeah, you're having fun by the same time. Like, you're just going to be sloppy drunk and everything like that. Like, you know, people are going to remember that and, like, people are going to notice that. Like, and then, you know, when the next party comes, you're going to be like, oh, look, look at this sloppy drunk girl coming through or whatever. Like, you know, she's going to get wasted again or a guy and stuff like that. And, like, you know, I've seen people like that for sure. And, and it sucks because, like, I mean, you, you get that carried on for a while and everything like that. And, like, unless you show people that you can hang after a while. But, I mean, at this, at the, at the end of the day, like, it's still, like, a funny story to say, you know, and, like, and everything like that. And, like, people appreciate it, right? Yeah, we even all though have you those get, stories. Even though you get embarrassed or whatever. But uh, at the same time, like, I, I, I know my limits and everything like that. But at the same time, you know, I've gotten, like, somewhat wasted, tipsy and whatnot. I've only gotten, like, very, you know, drunk drunk or blackout drunk, like, maybe twice or three times. But other than that, like, you know, I mean, I, I could go, you know, go on. I mean, I went on for 12 hours and I wasn't super, like you know, drunk or anything like that, or schmack, but, uh, <laughs> but at the same time, like, when when we went to Wrigleyville, like, it was so hot, so, like, we were just drinking hella water, I mean, we were eating food, too, and everything like that, so, like, you know, I think that's why, like, I didn't get a hangover after that, like, I didn't get a hangover the next day, which I was, like, super surprised and everything like that, and, uh, I mean, I thank God for it, for sure, 100%, because I know that, like, hangover would have been the-
0: i had i was bedridden after my 12 <laughs> hours i was supposed to go on a yacht party after that night and let me tell you when i was in bed for 12 hours i was in bed for 12 hours it was the worst hangover i've ever had in my- and i was in a foreign country so that sucked and i literally threw up in a bathroom that was hotter than the sahara like it was 105 there with the humidity being 200 percent. so it was not not good um another thing what was i gonna say oh my gosh Oh yes. Okay. So we were talking about being like sloppy drunk and all yeah. that stuff. And I think that girls have this kind of thing placed on them. It's like, oh well she's gonna get sloppy drunk. She's white girl wasted. I yeah. hate that saying. Like, just because a white girl gets wasted, mm. I think I think
1: And you don't have to be a white girl. Oh yeah, yeah true. Like, like I'm saying. not trying to
0: like okay, all women. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't really understand why that's one thing a trend to say, mm-hmm. like, white girl wasted. Like, oh my gosh, like, I'm so drunk. Right. Like, that's, like... But I think that also is, like, not a stereotype, but more of... I a, say it as a
1: joke. Like, I say it yeah. to people, like, especially, especially, like, for females, like, are you going to get white girl wasted? Mm-hmm. And they'd be laughing, they're like, yeah, maybe, or whatever. Or I'd be like, are oh, you going to just be sloppy drunk or something, or whatever the case may be. But, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: I also think that... um, It's more of a turnoff. I don't know if this is right or not, but is it, like, a super turnoff if girls, like, get sloppy drunk, like, all the time, um, at parties? Like, would you want to date someone who would always get sloppy drunk?
1: Yeah, Yeah, for me, like, and I know for other people, too, like, I'm not going to speak for most people, obviously, but, like, for me as a guy, like, I definitely think it's, like, a turnoff, just because, like, you know, I've seen it before at parties and stuff like that, like, not saying I'm scoping out for girls or whatever, but at the same time, you know, I see, like, who's, who's very pretty for me and everything mm-hmm. like that, and, like, who I want to, like, talk to or whatever, you know, in the beginning of the party, you know, like, I want to talk to them, talk to them, you know, in the beginning, and then towards the end, I see them, like, sloppy drunk, and I'm like, oh, like, you really can't control yourself and everything like that, like, I understand you want to have fun, but at the same time, like, know your limit, mm-hmm. don't, like, get sloppy drunk or whatever, like, th- or whatever and, and whatnot, but at the same time, like, I'm going to be that person, because like, I know most people don't want to step in and, like, help that person out and, like, you know, you yeah, uh, know, be their, uh, drunk partner and stuff like that as in like you know just taking care of them and stuff like that or babysit them that's what that's what that's the word I was trying to look for I mean I don't mind babysitting but at the same time like it just gets you know annoying after a while just because like you know I noticed myself doing it almost at every party and stuff like that just because like I mean I could I know I mean I care too much and stuff like that and I don't want people to like you know get sloppy drunk and be on the floor like beg for help and stuff like that so but yeah like to answer your question yeah it is a huge turn off for me I'm um, just cause like you know like you're just gonna always remember that like I said before like you're always gonna remember that they're just sloppy drunk, but at the same time like I know they're just having fun but just yeah, for for effect you gotta know 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 your limits.
0: Yes. So, girls, pretending to be drunk when you're drinking water the whole time is not attractive <laughs> or cute. So, please stop that. I don't know how many times I've seen that where, like, they have one, like, half a white claw and They're like, I can't walk. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Shut up. You're yep. fully, like, sober. Like, this is not, unless you really, really, really have low tolerance. Or you might
1: be like, yeah, like, how I say it, like, you're a lightweight and stuff like that. Like, I make that, I do that as a joke, too. But at the same time, I know people, I know people that are lightweights and stuff like that. And I'm just like... Alright, you know, I know the limits, and I'd be like, hey, after that drink, you're done, because mm-hmm. I am not going to take care of you, I'm not going to ruin my night, right. and everything like that. Yeah,
0: and I've slowly learned that hanging out with people who just, like, consistently get drunk is not fun, and I was that person, and it sucks, because I would have this intention of, like drinking a lot and they'd be like oh haha now my friends have to take care of me but like then they stopped asking to hang out with me so like maybe I should stop that so to anybody who thinks that that's attractive or fun to be around um it gets old after a while so I would stop um because then your friends are going to stop hanging out with you and that's not good yeah okay so now um we're going to talk about like men versus women's experiences just with drinking and partying and we've touched on a little bit about women um, and how, I mean, a lot of it's advertised that women just feel unsafe at parties, how you have to cover your drink all the time, um, you can't really trust men, um, and all this stuff like you keep your guard up all the time, and you know what, if you feel that way, like why are you partying? Like, yes, I do believe that women are in danger uh, with like being roofied and stuff like that, but like one, you gotta be responsible when you're going partying just because, yes, it sucks that being a woman, like you're targeted more for certain things, especially when alcohol is involved. But two, like you can't be stupid. So if you're going to a party, know the host, know the people going. Yes, there can be some people you don't know going, but like it can't be majority strangers. That's definitely one of my rules. Um, and know the area. Um, if you live in the area, it's really good. Um, if you're going out to a bar that's like somewhere that you don't really know, make sure you're with a large group. Um, or go with a guy that you really trust that's another thing just because okay I'm not saying that like women can't go alone or go with with, like a girl gang but like it would be really helpful to have like a guy friend go or a boyfriend go just so you're not targeted as much so it's just it's just facts that women a group of girls are targeted for single men to come up to you and be like oh hey like I just want to get to know you and all this stuff, but, like, you don't really know him, so, like, of course your guard's up and all that stuff, but if you have your guy friend with you or your boyfriend, like, no one's really going to come up to you, so if you don't want to be approached, bring a guy. That's, like, don't be stupid, okay? Just, like, just because you want women empowerment doesn't mean you can be stupid about it.
1: And, like, yeah, um, for sure, like, with my feelings at parties, like, obviously I always want to have fun. And everything like that but at the same time like I, I know it does suck for like you know females and stuff just because like um i know a couple of females that like gotten roofy before and everything like that and like it sucks because uh you know at the same time uh they're just trying to have fun with their girls and stuff like that or just like with their guy friends and stuff and i'm just like bro like are you serious like um i just don't like ha- i don't like that happening to my my girlfriends or just girls in general just because like you know like they're because they're they are targeted uh, literally 100% of the time at parties or bars or whatever the case may be and stuff and you know I make sure my friends are comfortable with where they're at uh, around me and everything like that so for sure like how what Cass said like you know if you don't want to be targeted by people or just like someone to come up to you to talk to you like about trying to hook up or whatever the case may be have your friend around or have you know your like uh friend's boyfriend or something like that like always have them around obviously know where where you're going know the host know you know like know how the party's going to be how many people will be there blah 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 um just because you know you never you never know and and if if you think if you think you're going to get roofied bring just bring your own beer bring your own alcohol whatever just sip on that on your own and everything like that just because like that's going to be less of a chance for you to get roofied from like Having your cup, your red solo cup around, and everything like that, and someone putting something in there, and the next thing you know, you know, something bad happens, which obviously I don't want for you. I don't want for any for anyone in general, and everything like that. So I totally agree with that. Also, uh, I guess like the reason why I party is just cause like you know I like to have fun, like I mentioned before. Um, at the same time, um, I mean life's too life's too short you know like eventually like in college or in high school or the case may be like you know you're only you're only you only have a certain amount of years and the next thing you know like you have a job you're gonna have to be there you know Monday through Friday or sometimes even Saturday to work overtime but at the same time like you don't really have that much of a social life once you start and you start working in the real real world and stuff like that because you have more responsibilities and stuff like that like at school like bro you could skip class or you could literally sleep in class don't matter and stuff like that like you know i'm I'm pretty blessed that like we're very uh schools are kind of very lenient on stuff with that, and you know like from like skipping class or whatnot or like missing white work and stuff like that, but at the same time like with the job you gotta take accountability for it because you know you- you don't miss once don't miss i mean you miss once you miss twice next thing you know you're a jobless and you know you're gonna try to have you're gonna have to find another job and then they're gonna ask you. Oh, why'd you get let go? Oh, because, you know, I was just drinking this weekend, and uh, I just didn't want to show up. So, yeah, that's not okay. But uh, how about you, Cass? Like, what is the reason why you party?
0: Yeah, um, I used to party just because it was just a huge social thing. Like, if you weren't at a party, like, what were you going to do? Go to Walmart? Like, I don't even know. But I definitely partied more in high school than I did in college just because, um, I don't know, I just a lot of my friends didn't want to go to parties um and which is fine by me because I was trying to grow out of that stage but high school was definitely my prime partying time and like you said before the job thing now that I'm in the real world my social life has very much decreased and I'm the type of person who like loves to be social like I will do anything and everything in my power to like see people on the weekdays but it's just so hard because you're tired all the time you just want to go to bed and you have to wake up early so like there's no point of doing anything during the week so the weekends are the time to relax and unwind and yes I did go off my birthday last weekend but like when you do get into the adult years and when I say adult years I'm not saying 18 I'm saying 25 26 27 like you're not going to want to do that and of course you're going to think oh yeah I am because I'm 18 now and I love to do this with my friends no like you're going to want to sit in your apartment and watch Disney movies while eating pizza <laughs> like oh my gosh you know the amount of times I've done that like over partying is just um, astounding really and your interest in drinking all the time and partying all the time will lower just because of the age appropriation and like what your peers are doing so what what we have kind of to talk about too is like age appropriateness like are you going to want to see an 11 year old at a party a house party with a bunch of 18 year olds no but are you also going to want to see a 30 year old hanging with a bunch of 25 year olds no so um of course there are settings and places to hang out with people of different ages but like partying wise like, you're going to grow out of that. And if you don't, I'm sorry for you. Like, you need to get out of your butt. Like, I've seen a lot of my older friends just deteriorate because they keep partying and they keep doing all this stuff on the weekend. And people are looking at them like, why aren't they growing up? Like, why aren't they maturing? So it's it looks really bad for someone the age of 35 who doesn't have a stable job and just wants to party all the time and is stuck in college or stuck in high school and honestly it's also really gross to see people who are stuck in high school who are now in college so like I know a couple people from my high school who didn't get a job didn't go to college isn't doing anything with their life all they're doing is still just drinking and doing the stupid stuff they did in high school and I'm like bro that's so that's gross. Flat out gross. Like I can't I can't be friends with that. Like if you don't want to progress yourself, like and all you care about is partying, like that's no lifestyle. So I do think that you do need a stage in your life where yeah, going out all the time and like going and doing this and partying and stuff like that. I think that is crucial just because if it's not crucial, okay. I'm going to get feedback from that. But, like, <laughs> I think that it's okay to do that college, high school, and all that stuff. Because then you're going to grow out of it. So, I don't think that, like, do, not doing it yeah. is going to, like, make you want to try it when you're older. And it's, like, that's not age appropriate or whatever. So, that's why I partied. And I think that my partying days are really going down. But I still enjoy going to bars. I still enjoy... um Playing drinking games still like I don't grow out of that yet because I'm twenty two. I'm twenty two. I'm trying to remind myself that I'm twenty two. I'm not thirty, so I don't need to grow up as fast as society tells me to, or as fast as my friends tell me to. I am in my own pace, and that's great. And we're gonna talk about that in future episodes.
1: And at the same time, like just you mentioning that, like yeah, you also want to be professional in your job and everything like that. But at the same time, like you also have a life. Like you want to have fun, like you know you want to go out and i don't know like on adventures or you know hiking whatever the case may be or just even drinking in general like i'm not trying to like get away from our topic about like drinking and stuff like that or just partying um but yeah like you know you got to know you got to read between the lines about like what's professional and also like having fun and just like enjoying yourself and everything like that like don't get a don't get caught up into the mix about like you know wanting to just go all out and everything like that and like and try to enjoy yourself as much as possible and then at next thing you know you're just like addicted to just like partying drinking all the time blah blah blah. and like what are you going to be professional in your workspace probably not and then that's how you're going to not go you know climb to the top and be where you want to be you're just going to keep declining and stuff like that and that's something you don't want to do and everything like that so that's why i always tell myself like i'm still young um obviously eventually i'm going to have to keep it professional like you know understand when can I have fun like on the weekends and stuff like that and and now like you know it's okay to have a drink every once in a while like you know on the weekday or something like that just don't go too overboard with it obviously um but sure for for sure like with house parties and stuff like that like I've, I've seen with like because I, I, I like to hang out with older people just because I feel like we're all in the same like mind space and everything like that like that just because of how I grew up or whatever um yeah like with me hanging out with other people like yeah we go to bars and stuff like that you know we pregame at their house or even sometimes have like little house parties but it's just like not with like the whole freaking house filled up it's just like with a couple people that we know and stuff like that so like obviously the, the older you grow the more you see that like the less people that you'll have in your house to like you know with the house party and stuff like that you're not gonna have hundreds of people in your house like trying to like break things or whatever and stuff like that when you're, like, 25. When you're 25, you're just going to only have, like, maybe 10 people have a pool party, whatever the case may be. You know, exactly. stuff like that. So
0: Yeah. Okay, so now that we kind of talked about alcohol, drinking games, partying, it's time to get to the hookup culture part of it. And we can definitely all agree that Gen Z is definitely, like, glorifies the hookup culture. Whether you be Christian or not, You're people, definitely about it. Yeah, people definitely, um, when they're single, they're like, oh, we want to do that hostage. Uh, <laughs> the whole
1: friends with benefits stage or whatever doesn't
0: work by the way Um, so kind of just diving into that and our experiences with that um, one thing is that I don't want to be promoting hookup culture I don't want to be promoting the hit it and quit it um philosophy I don't want to be like promoting any of that just because we are Christians and yes we understand that we've made mistakes in the past and we we're probably going to make more mistakes in the future but like Basically, we are not here to say that it is right, but we're also not here to condemn people and stuff like that. So just a little disclaimer before we start this. Um, And another
1: thing for me, like, yeah, I'm a Christian and stuff like that. I've done it in the past, you know, like the whole hit it and quit it um, or like friends with benefits, which I honestly hate. Um, But at the same time, like, I'm not saying like, no, don't do it. But at the same time, if you want to do it, just take it in your own risk. You know, understand it um you know it's not always a one-way street because if you think that way oh trust me you're gonna have some bad bad experiences um always you know take consider, consider of the other person um and everything like that so uh you know Cass I didn't mean to interrupt you so no that. you're
0: good I'm glad that you said that Um, I kind of want to start by talking about the definition of actually hookup, um, in like doing all that stuff because, um, at Taylor, it's a completely different definition. Mm -hmm. Um, so when you hook up with someone that is sex, that is casual sex. You actually do the deed. Um, so if you don't do it, you can say, "Oh yeah, me and this person maybe like fooled around or yeah, like
1: or just made out and that's yeah, pretty much it."
0: A... Don't say hook up because yeah. you didn't do it. Uh-huh. And I've definitely said that before in the in the past, like, "Oh my gosh, it's me and this person hooked up." I'm like, "No," and in, in reality, we just made out on a log, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> on a log behind bird wall. Um. So yeah, you Taylor people out there who are just innocent little minds right there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hook up. <laughs> hook up means you actually had sex with them um yeah, so. there's, there's
1: been a couple of people that told me like at at school like yeah me and this person hooked up and i'm like well what kind of hookup because obviously i go to a christian school and and everything like that and i know that when you hook up they actually don't mean yeah we had sex so i actually like i was i always tell them so what what kind of hookup is it like made out hookup or actual sexual intercourse hookup and they're like yeah and, and nine times out of ten it's like the made up uh, make out hookup I'm like, bro, just say made, y'all made mm-hmm. out, that's pretty much it, or, yep. you know, y'all gave oral, whatever, then nah, that's cool, just don't use hookup, because obviously, like, ever since, like, for me, at least growing up, hookup was just for sex, and yep. stuff like that, so.
0: Yeah, so, um, I would say that all of my hooking up experiences were definitely in high school, um, and I kind of stopped that right when I got to college, just because I really felt guilty about doing all that stuff, and... It also was very abusive, and it just wasn't good, so yeah, I didn't have a really good experience with it, so that's why I stopped it, um, and that's not everyone's experience. Some people enjoy that hostage that you have, um, or the singleness, the freedom to do whatever you want with other people and stuff like that, so um, so my experiences are kind of in high school. Um, they were not good just to bluntly say it, pretty bad, um, and most of it was forced, and, you know, it just didn't work out very well, so I think that I'm an advocate for saying that the hookup culture is pretty bad, um, just because of purely on my experiences and um, how I feel when I don't do it, I feel a lot better about myself, um, and I feel like I get more respect from men just because I'm saying, like, oh, we, I'm not going to do that, um, we don't even know each other, and stuff like that, um, and you guys heard in my past episode about Bear Man, so I don't have to keep talking about him, but, um, yeah, like, I stop it right in its tracks, like, I'm not here to do that, so, um, and people have other experiences, I definitely think that other people enjoy it, and, yeah, Tuan, what do you have to say about it?
1: <laughs> uh, for me, I know this is gonna be very interesting for your listeners, and, uh um but anyway with like hookups, like yeah, I had my first shirt hookups in high school and uh definitely in college. Whoa. Yeah, that's not that surprising. Um <laughs> Anyway, um I think for me, like, yeah, sure, hookups could be fun. It's just at the same time, you all have to be on the same page. Like I make sure me and that person it's nothing more, it's nothing less. You know, we both want what we get out of it, and then that's pretty much it. And, like, nothing, everything's normal after that. Like, we're not awkward, everything like that. That's when I think it's fun and, like, you know, the right way. But it could definitely go the wrong way because, you know, I've definitely had my fair share of, like, hookups and stuff like that, like I said. And some of it just went the wrong way as in, like, you know, I always like to make sure that me and that person is always going to be on the same page and not go far left or far right, whatever the case may be. Um, and, yeah, sometimes it happens just because, you know, girls actually – or guys too, honestly, um, after hooking up a couple of times the they grow feelings and stuff like that, and they actually want to be with you. And, you know, unfortunately the other person doesn't feel that way. And sometimes I'm not gonna lie. I don't feel that way just cause, you know, there's, there's a difference between being attracted to someone and having, uh, a sexual, sexual attraction to someone there's two different things like you're attracted to someone to like their personality and everything like that so you want to get to know them more and actually want to be the, with them for who they are and then with the whole sexual thing like you're sexually attracted to them just because like you know they look great they look amazing they have a banging body whatever the case may be you know what i mean like you just want to see you know just want to have sex whatever the case may be or just even make out and like that's totally okay but just at the same time you just got to know each person's way you got to think uh, you got to understand their thinking and everything like that and meet in the middle and once you do that everything will be totally fine you know there's no uh, awkward experiences nothing like that but at the same time you know nothing's perfect in life so honestly <laughs> actually hooking up 90 percent of the time is probably not always good um just because like you know some people definitely have catch feelings or whatever the case may be uh, but at the same time i honestly kind of just try to stay away from hooking up especially in college now just cuz uh i mean i'm i'm getting older even though i'm just 21 um i just i'm just not a, like you know a little kid anymore like how i was in middle school and high school um like i'm not just trying to hook up as, with many people as i like as i can like no that that's not something that i want to do i just definitely want to you know respect myself i want to respect other people and that's another thing respecting yourself like you know, not everybody needs to know who you hook up with, blah blah blah. Like you know, keep everything low key, keep everything to yourself, and everything like that. Sure, if you want to tell your very like your very very close friends, go for it. But at the same time, uh, the less people that know it, the better. Um. So yeah.
0: Yeah. Thanks for sharing. Um. I definitely think that society and media glorify having multiple sexual partners and like dating for someone for like two days and you don't have sex. Like that's like oh my gosh, like. Mm-hmm what are you doing? Like, do you even like each other? So like I was watching friends the other day, actually. And, um, I don't know who it was dating, but I think it was Phoebe Mm -hmm. and she was dating someone and they were dating for two weeks and they didn't have sex yet. And everybody in there in the friend group was like, does he even like you? Mm -hmm. Like what the heck? And I'm like, why, why is that glorified? The fact that, oh my gosh, you like two days in, you have to have sex. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know, being a Christian, like, you really shouldn't be wanting to do that until marriage, but of course, things happen all the time, and, like, it's not like you're gonna be damned to hell, Mm -hmm. like, it's not a thing, but sex is just looked at so much differently in society than it is in the Christian view, and sex is, like, it should be very intimate, it should be like, okay, well, I'm giving myself to you, basically, that's what it is, so... That view is not shared within the media. It's more of like, I'm going to let you do this to me because this is what I have to do, Mm. according to certain people. Or this is what my friends say is okay. Or this is what media says it's okay. Or this show says that we have to do this before we date or we have to do this before uh, we get married so then we know we're compatible. Like, sex does not mean... Like, if you have bad sex with someone, that doesn't mean you're not compatible. I don't really understand why that view is set into dating and relationships, but it is. And it's just really bad and needs to get out of there at all. Like, if you are so in love with someone and you want to spend the rest of their life, of course... Okay, some things are not going to be great, Mm -hmm. but, like, you're going to, like, not care. Yeah. You're going to want them for them, and, like, you're going to be like, okay, well, I don't care if it's crappy or not. Like, I'm giving my whole self to you. That doesn't mean just my body. It means all of me, my soul, my mind, my everything. Well, hmm, we should give it to Jesus first. But, like, um, (laughs) other than that, like, like, marrying someone like that should be your sex partner for life mm-hmm. and some people are so turned off with the idea of marriage because you only have one person
1: yeah and like for me like i'm not gonna lie like i've I've met a couple of females and 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 no like i'm not trying to like you know have sex with them nothing like that like i get to know the person and stuff like that just because i actually like want to get to know the person and you know they actually have a life they have a personality they have interests and stuff like that and i like, like to get to know that stuff and and I've had a couple of females actually surprise me, saying, like, yeah, I'm still a virgin. And I'm like, and I honestly, I, I take a step back and I'm like, wow, like that's amazing. Because I'm not going to lie, like, yeah, I lost my virginity when I was young, like, to, uh, eighth grade to be exact. And not going to lie, like, yeah, sometimes when I was younger, I, I would kind of regret it. But at the same time, I mean, I'm not perfect. No one's perfect in life. You know, things happen for a reason and stuff like that. You could just take that from it and learn from your experience and just move on and grow. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. I mean, obviously, like, yeah, I still sin every once in a while. We and whatnot, do. And, obviously, yeah, we all do. But at the same time, the people that are still, like, virgins, please, please, please don't be ashamed of it because that's not, you should not be ashamed of it that's whatsoever.
0: really good. Proud of you. Yeah,
1: I'm, and I always tell them, I'm like, I'm so proud of you. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I give, them a smile, I give them a huge smile and a hug because I am actually really proud of those people because not only are they believers, but at the same time, like, they held it for so long that, like, dude, that's, pretty insane because i'm not gonna lie (laughs) i mean even though i was not a christian at the time when i lost it doesn't matter like i still wish i had it because it means a lot more Mm
0: -hmm.
1: than i didn't like that i honestly did not understand when i was younger like now now that i know when i like now that as a 21 year old like i understand that sex means a lot more than when i did when i did sex back then like and whatnot like there's a huge difference and stuff like that so like obviously like i want to give it my body and my everything to my one person when I get married in the future because I like obviously like you know it means a lot not to only me but it'll mean a lot to my significant other and stuff like that and vice versa. So like, you know, it's a huge it's a huge thing that you should definitely keep. And uh yeah and, and if you're a virgin please don't be ashamed of it, nothing like that because honestly like we're proud. Mm-hmm. You know, God's proud of you and everything like that. And um I forgot what else you said, but other than that like it's just crazy how like you know like you said about like the whole thing like oh two weeks in mm-hmm. they didn't have sex yet or whatever me personally like I've seen that type of stuff before right like when people said that to each uh, another person that I know I mean I understand like yeah you guys go through a talking stage whatever the case may be and then once you guys finally date like when I was younger yeah like we, we've we had that type of situation like back back at home like yeah we're in a talking stage and then when we finally date that's like an a-okay like oh yeah maybe we can have sex now or whatever the case may be some people did it i definitely did it whatever cool but at the same time like now that i'm like as a as a christian like i know it's like it's not okay because obviously you want to save it till marriage or whatever the case may be but like for me like someone like that lost it when they were younger and then like is now a christian and Mm -hmm. and is like you know say if like they find someone or whatever the case may be like obviously i wouldn't want to like rush myself or anything like that because i mean obviously like not gonna lie you guys out there, you definitely think down there, and definitely don't think on top just 'cause like you guys are horny and stuff like that um that's definitely not the right way to do, um, but for me, understand like you know the person that you're talking to, like you don't have to do sexual intercourse, like nothing like that like that could wait for another time another another day or whatever the case may be, like you know get to another person first, like grow with them, and everything like that, like do fun stuff like you guys are still young and everything like that, and that's what I had to uh that's what i understood when i was like growing up and everything like that and becoming a christian and stuff like that like you know it's more than just sex it's like actually building that relationship and bond and obviously like with christ in the center of everything with it too
0: all right well we're gonna wrap this up just because we talked for a legit hour and we're getting kind of tired of hearing ourselves talk so thank you guys for listening. Um, it was definitely a harder topic to talk about just because hookup culture is definitely a hard topic. But um we're always here to talk about the hard conversation just because Tea for Gen Z isn't always fluffy puppy dogs and rainbows. Um yeah, and if you guys want to hit up Antoine um for any other advice about partying, drinking games, hookup culture, you can hit him as his Instagram.
1: Uh, my Instagram is Antoine, A-N-T-W-A-N, dot Hermes, H-E-R-M-I-Z. Uh, you could also also add me on Snapchat at Antoine underscore Kirkko, K-R-K-O. Um, yeah, you guys could feel free to add me on my uh, socials. You can ask me any questions and stuff like that. If you want my input on some certain stuff, uh, you know, feel free to contact me and everything like that. I'll uh, reach out to you and, and stuff like that and uh, answer your
0: guys' questions. Yes, we are so excited to have Antoine on for more episodes, too. So don't you worry. Um, His charmingness will come back. Um, So, like I said, no outro again. So let's just say um, keep drinking, ladies, because this ain't over.